Putin Bratwurst. Hi, and welcome to Putin Bratwurst. My name is Simon. I am speaking to you from Hamburg in Germany. And I'm calling out for my good friend, Philip over in Quebec. Philip, can you hear me? I hear you very, very well. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Awesome. How are you doing? Doing good. I'm doing good. I'm starting a new uh, job this week. So I'm excited for that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, life is, life is good right now. How about you? Yeah, well, uh, life for me personally, it's pretty much the same. But I feel like like the last two weeks we had a special episode, so we did not we haven't been able to talk about issues issues that has have been going on, and it feels like right. like uh, within two weeks or three weeks, um, the whole world has changed again. Maybe not as much as as it has changed uh, due to the coronavirus, but it, within that period of time, it has changed again. So uh, on the twenty fifth of May, uh, George Floyd. Um, was shot uh, well it wasn't shot he was killed by um, uh, um, uh, four I think it was in total four or five um, police officers there were four there were four in Minneapolis Mm -hmm. I mean at this point everybody has I'm sure has seen the video and um, you know it's 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 horrible Not not a pleasant watch now it's absolutely horrible it's horrifying I think if you haven't seen it um you should see it but um yeah it's 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 insane i mean i think like um uh, many times um we we saw videos of police brutality in the us mm-hmm. against uh, mm-hmm. uh, people of color so many times like uh, um i'm i'm very glad that this time it led to the the protest protest that's still going on uh, on monday i think we're hitting uh, the two week mark it's still going on. Um, we have a lot of protests actually in Germany as well. Here, um, yesterday mm-hmm. um, in Hamburg, there, I think there were like ten thousand people marching in the streets uh, um, for the for for the Black Lives Matter cause. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering, um, how was how was it in, in in Canada? Are you guys are you guys uh, are Canadians protesting as well? What's what's the feeling? You're the, the direct neighbor of that insanity in the US. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, there was a protest in Ottawa um, Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one in Montreal, Montreal um, last week. I think there was one in Toronto too. So I'd say it's in major cities. It's a thing, um, and it's 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 a it's a topic that is also relevant here. And it's 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 a spicy topic. Some people are like, oh. It's not a thing here. It's an American issue. Some people are like, yeah, well, look, look carefully and you'll see that it's a, it's a thing here too. And I mean, I believe it is a thing here too, personally. Um, there's an area of Montreal uh, which is known to have a, a more uh, African-Canadian, well, like black individuals living there. And it's known that there's more police brutality over there. And also police brutality in general, just against protesters in general, is also an issue here. So there's both the issue of police brutality and police uh, profiling. Is that how you say it in English? Like profiling yeah. people. Both of them are a thing here too. So yeah, we have protests too. Um, I don't know if it's, if it's, it's definitely not as big as in the US, that's for sure. Um, but it's, it, yeah, it's happening here too. Like, is, it, is it like daily over in Germany? Because I feel like here it's, it's like a one-off thing. 
um like um you mean the the protesting yeah yeah well um i i think the biggest march uh, marches have happened last saturday but i think um there have been uh, some before that like some like in in berlin they uh, a, a different note a quite embarrassing one to be honest shows how idiotic uh, people from berlin can be um they they had like a boat ride in berlin where um, people were just raving and drinking and getting wasted without, oh. um, without um, um, you know, um, practicing social distancing. And they had like mm -hmm. a sign on the side of the boat where it says, I can't breathe. All of that while they were just chilling on their little uh, boats and, and partying, you know, like young hipster dudes uh, in, in bathing shorts and, uh, and girls taking selfies and stuff blasting loud music and and they were they had like this this boat rave right in front of uh one of the biggest hospitals in berlin so that was wrong on so many fucking levels what's um, wrong with these people ah, fucking idiots like um that's another note but uh, another side note but for um in berlin they really are the quickest to stop um Uh, to stop caring about um, the coronavirus rules, which is also like, um, like um, this is this is also a, a situation right now. Uh, I mean, I, I absolutely 100% appreciate those protests, and I think they're they they're necessary to do. Mm -hmm. uh, I support them as much as I can, but um, I don't know what what the consequences will be uh, for the coronavirus. Because obviously many people are not going to be able to practice social distancing through right. them. Mm -hmm. I, I I know there's there's issues that are more important. I totally agree. I just I'm I'm just curious if that has is going to have an an impact on that. I don't know about that. I don't know either, but chances are it will. You know, even if they wear masks, there's limit to it. And I wanted to ask you something. Um, I don't want to talk politics too much, right? But uh, well, <laughs> Justin Trudeau went to protest. Uh, I, I wanted that. That's the next thing I have on my notes. Yeah, um, because of the nature of my work, I cannot uh, be partisan publicly. Which is, I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's actually a thing. But I wanted to ask, uh, what do you think of a leader uh, doing that? Basically, what is your take on it? You know. We in Germany, we tend to have a very positive look on uh, Justin Trudeau. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe that's that's a lot because uh, his direct neighbor is such a piece of shit. But um, it, uh, I just, I, I, I have to say, I like the guy, and mm -hmm. him doing that is something I'm missing from our leaders. Like uh, Angela Merkel was, um, um, has been in an interview where she was asked about the thing, and she. She um, she answered very diplomatic. She said that uh, racism is a very bad thing, and she hopes that the American leadership is going to be able to, uh, you know, to to provide peace or something for everyone. Like something, you know, mm -hmm. she she didn't really say anything bad. And and I think Justin Trudeau standing with protesters, taking a knee, and admitting that in Canada as well, they um, police brutality has been an issue. That needs to solve. That is a sign that I've, I I think is very cool. Um, and I don't I don't know if, if there's going to be any action following it. Obviously, um, 
but I of think course, it's, yeah. it's, it's a good sign. And, um, and they're not doing that uh, over here because obviously in, in Germany, they don't want people to feel like um, that we have police brutality here, which we do have. Obviously, it, that's nothing compared to what's going on in the US, but we do have it yeah, as well. well. It's next so, level. So my personal opinion is, um, I think it's a good thing if, if he really means it and if he might uh, uh, put some change, in ch uh, some, if it will be followed by some change, I think it's a good thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What is your general opinion of, uh, as far as you can talk about? I'll just say, stuff like I'll that. just say, I hope it's not just a photo op. That's all. Well, yeah, yeah that, that's what I'm saying as well. I, yeah, I, hope I agree with well. you. Yeah. I, I just hope it's not just a sympathy, just taking pictures for a, Because he, so there's there's talk of him going to elections this fall or early next year, so let's hope is just not a photo op and actions will fall. That's all. I'm, I, that's it's not partisan to say that. It's, yeah, it's yeah, true. yeah. But it's hope. Yeah. I I feel like since he's the direct neighbor of of um, you guys are the direct neighbor of the U.S. and yep. uh, you know obviously uh, Justin Trudeau is probably the 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 leader. Who will have to work as close as uh, with Donald Trump uh, as anybody? I mean, uh, mm -hmm. obviously Mexico is, is going to be the next one, but yep. uh, as everyone knows, Trump isn't really that fond of of being a friend of Mexico. So mm -hmm. I feel like him doing that has a, has a special meaning, showing that yeah, well, not everybody in that area is is a piece of shit. Not everyone in well, North America is like that. I I don't know. That's 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 why I view his like if say. Shinzo Abe did that. I would be like, um, well, that's good, but I don't really like Donald Trump is not really gonna give a shit. Mm -hmm. But you know, since he did it, and he was obviously a very good friend of Barack Obama, um, I, f I feel like that's a sign. There's a there was a funny moment. So every day he, he makes like a like a press conference about Corona Chan, and um, he. Like somebody asked him, like, when it just happened, you know, just starting of the protest and everything. Somebody asked him, what's his take on it? Is he willing to, like, denounce what's going on in the U.S.? And clearly he was not prepared. Um, so he stood there and said nothing for 21 seconds on live TV. He just but stood as, looking as at the a, camera. He said nothing for 21 was seconds. It, was it a political... Um move to not say anything or, or do you think he really just blacked out or didn't, uh, didn't know it, what there's different theories some people said it was by <laughs> respect of the, the the death whatever but some people said that he was just he didn't know what to say and it was such a like a spicy topic you can't say something stupid right of course because, yeah because it was in english too so the u.s could easily pick it up so uh instead of saying saying something dumb he just said nothing uh he, but he didn't say i'm not i'm not gonna comment just said mm. nothing It's very strange. I'll send it to you if you want. It's a very yeah, strange yeah, send, video. Send it's it's in front of his house, and you know, it's very strange. <laughs> it's but, just it's very awkward. But then again, it's not as strange as po posing with a Bible in the in your in the hand your hand in that's, front of a that's, church that has just been uh, where 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 the the U.S. Army or something had just uh, kicked away protesters peaceful. Yeah. Protesters and mm -hmm. posing with a fucking bible and like like have you seen that video of donald <laughs> trump doing that in front of that church i saw the picture and then it's in the video if you, you you should really check out the video he's standing there and he holds the bible and the way he's holding the bible is like it's like um it's like he he should read a, a manual of how to hold a bible because the way he's holding it it seems like 
the, those two together in a picture just don't fit at all. It's like the weirdest look ever. I've never yeah. seen a person hold a book that weirdly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's like, and, it, and he's talking to the camera like, we're the greatest nation on earth. Greatest nation. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> holy shit. But, yeah, that's um, very, I, it's very, very strange. Very peculiar picture. And this whole thing is very strange. It's so fucking weird. And it's sad yeah. as well. And It's very it's so disconnected. I felt like yeah. this whole thing was a very, like, it showed how disconnected he is from the whole uh, issue, the whole crisis. Uh, if it if what you think of doing would be the best at that moment is taking a photo up yeah. by holding a book you've never read uh, in your hand, uh, you know I'm not sure you're uh, <laughs> you understand the, the 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 severity of what's going on. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and uh, another uh, like uh, uh, Merkel did, had one reaction. I don't know how immediate a re- uh, of a reaction is to the situation or if it ha- if it even has anything to do with um, the, the whole um, political situation in the US or if it's due to coronavirus. But Angela Merkel um, will not join the G7 summit um, in Washington. Wow. And uh, she, I, as far as I know, she didn't really give an explanation for that. But uh, Trump immediately gave an, a reaction to that, which is he withdrew... Um, a soldiers, a U.S. soldiers uh, who were sta- are stationed, uh, I think, ever since uh, World War II, the end of mm. World War II, in Germany, and he withdrew them, uh, some troops, immediately without even consulting his military personnel over there, over here, and um, uh, yeah, withdrew them back to the U.S. away from Germany as a reaction to where, that. Where are they in Germany? Uh, they have different stations. I, uh, I'm sorry. I, How do you I, feel I, about that? Uh, well, that's a different topic. I I feel like I don't I don't really mind. Like my dad uh, remembers, uh, and, and my mom like they remember times when there were many more of them, and and what they remember is that they um like they they had like cool restaurants and cool uh, like like supermarkets with American products, mm. uh, which was something that my dad always remembers that it gave like an international vibe to like smaller towns. Mm. On the other hand, you hear the stories that you hear from many uh, countries that have um, American um, soldiers in there that they get drunk, they beat up people, they, you know, they, they uh, abuse women and stuff. So you hear these stories as well. But um, I, I personally, I know like one base of them that is more or less close to, uh, to where I was born. Um, and I don't really... I don't really have have an opinion on that. I don't. I don't mind. They. I. I. I don't have any. You don't see it as an occupation force kind of thing. Nah, I don't. I don't care. Like before the this whole Trump thing, I felt like the U.S. is an ally. Ally and and it's uh, if I they, mean, they are. Yeah, um, but I. I don't feel like that anymore. Too much to be honest. Unfortunately, mm. so you know. Um, I. I know they. They. They they would support us. I think at least I hope so. But, you know, in, in times of Trump, I feel like this is just, um, it's just a, a, a prop for him to show that he's pissed off. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is, um, them, like Trump withdrawing these soldiers from Germany is more dangerous to the US than it is actually to us because um, it's just a very useful standpoint for them and they use... Yeah the military bases in Germany to refuel their, the airplanes and stuff when they fly um, overseas. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just fucking stupid to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I mean, they're, they're reducing their influence worldwide, which is yeah. what um, this administration has been doing anyway in <laughs> in most spheres of the world in, anyway. So, yeah, it's just an ongoing uh, process, I guess. I just I just feel like so I, I personally don't I don't know if I will feel the impact of it, because to be quite honest, if another country attacked us now, like or attacked Europe, because I feel more like where Europe is a whole thing than than only mm-hmm. Germany. I I honestly have to say, ever since Trump was elected, I'm not too sure that the US would come and actually help us. So at this point, I don't, well, he can just re- withdraw them and um, I don't know. Well, do, you think, do you think Iceland would support you? Iceland? Yeah. Do you think they would join force with well, Europe? Well, Iceland uh, Iceland is part of uh, of Europe, right? It's not. I don't think it's part of you. It's part of the other thing uh, with Switzerland and um, Liechtenstein, whatever, and uh, mm. uh, and Norway. They have their own well, separate well, thing. The thing is, if they if they like say say if if, if someone attacked the like a, like uh, aliens from space come and they attack the European continent, well, Switzerland is kind of in the middle of that. Yeah, so yeah. I think they will have to do something. I mean, I know they have like um, bunkers and air bases in like the, in the Alps. So mm-hmm. they could, I, I'm, I think I read an article once where they said that they could just hide in there. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. But maybe, and they might do that and just wait until the, 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 the alien regime is going to leave earth or whatever. I don't know. Mm. Or they become their slaves. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Trump's a dick. <laughs> hot take. Oh, I, I have to. Yeah, a very hot take. Um, so uh, <laughs> I think we're at the big, at the end of our first take. Do you have a, sure. a song for the list? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I wanted to go back to one of my favorite genre ever, which is funk music, uh, mm-hmm. a genre that has been created and mastered by um, Black Americans. And I wanted to go with this awesome band called the Johnson Brothers. I don't know if you know them. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Have a, Lewis Johnson is an amazing bassist. And mm-hmm. I wanted to share a song, my favorite song from them, and the one that has the coolest bass solo. It's called Stump. Stump with an exclamation point. It's very stumpy. And uh, yeah, from the Johnson's Brothers. Very nice. I, I'm going to go very political today. Um, the first song is a very new song. It's by Terrace Martin and Dancel Curry. And it's called pig feet and it's an immediate reaction very angry reaction um to the whole situation we hear you guys in a moment it is the brightest star in the night sky it is responsible for rising and falling water levels at american shores each year it creates millions of vicious werewolves each month it is the home of one of america's biggest threats the man on the moon and it needs to be stopped that's why president donald j trump demands the complete destruction of the moon once and for all boom join president trump's quest for a moon-free sky it's going to be beautiful a drastic reduction in werewolf related casualties america's 68th most crucial cause of death they're vicious as hell the end of america's most wanted man 
the man on the moon. A vicious, horrible person. Valuable resources such as moon water and hidden Nazi gold. I'm going to make our country rich again. And finally, the full replacement of the moon by President Donald J. Trump's very own Trump star. I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. Welcome back to the second take of this episode of Putin Bradwurst, your long distance podcast. Hello. You, Simon, you're still there. That's awesome. I'm still there. Yes. Good to hear from you again. Um, for the second take, we thought maybe we could talk about our, our, uh, our history with the US because uh, both of us uh, went there a couple of times. I think you went more time than I did, actually. And um, just our impression of uh, how it changed through the years, basically, or what we thought of it, or or your impression, or maybe even the cliches we hear from back in home. Uh, so, um, yeah, you 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 guys have like a you have a vacation spot in the U.S. Oh shit! <laughs> Let's just start again. Um, no, Let's well, again. Um, what, uh, what we- well, yeah, we have like a spot where we always uh, always went. Like my grandpa always went there. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's like for me, like the connection my family has uh, with the U.S. is like very deep. Um, I think my my grandparents went the first time right after, sometime after after Second World War. And I do have um, relatives over there who moved mm-hmm. there. And and so um, through my dad, um, they they gave they this um, passion for the U.S. has followed. Like as I said in the last take. Um, in Germany, um, when the soldiers were here after the Second World War, the picture the people had were not that great for the most part. Like, um, if you had like a, if if your daughter had a relationship to an American soldier, um, they w- she would be considered a slut in her village. So it's really that really wasn't anything that like my mom always said if she brought home an American soldier her mom would would have freaked out and um and uh interestingly my grandpa was completely different like my dad's dad he um it would have been the greatest honor for him to have like an american uh as um how you call that um uh well if an american marries her, married her her do- his his daughter and so that um that always has been like a big thing and uh, you know like my uh, moving there and stuff was always a dream that that is until this day like a big thing in my family and so when i grew up i um besides going there uh, many times uh, for vacation and always loving it um loving that feeling of freedom i also grew up thinking yeah, well one day i'm going to live in the us and i'm going to move there and uh I'm going to live that American dream, which is something I believed in for a very long time. I believe that that American dream is true. Um, yeah. And I think um, growing up more and being a more political person and learning about the conflicts throughout the world, my view has changed, but I'm, I want to give you the opportunity to like tell your story um, up until like your point of adolescence with the U.S., I so in Canada, uh, I think one part of the Canadian identity is to differentiate uh, themselves from the U.S. Right, mm. um, but I don't think it is such a big deal in Quebec, where I was, was where I grew up. 
I, I didn't have much of a history with the U.S. Uh, for most of my life, to be honest. Um, didn't really care about it too much. The only thing we hear usually here that's it's a place that is more of, of a conservative place. Because, um, you know, here we have like free health care, of course. Like abortion, especially in Quebec, is not even in it's not even a like a discussion. It's like, of course, it's legal. Like, and if a politician tries to not uh, follow that, like his career is over. So, um, uh, and just like, uh, yeah, a more like left leaning place. Um, and most people's interaction with the U.S. is based on just going to Maine for like during the summer for like mm. camping or going to the beach. It's terrible beaches, you know. It's very cold there. I don't know why. I don't know why people do that. But um, yeah, so that's what's what most people's relationship is with the U.S. Um, but of course, as everywhere else, I was exposed to American culture, you know, the music or, or cinema. The culture is so powerful and uh, so dominant. You know, when you're a kid, you watch American movies most of your youth, and you listen to American music. It's it's a thing, and I think most of my interest for this the, this place was. Uh, through their culture um and i always True, yeah. yeah i never had like a i don't think all my life I, I either dreamt of going there or hated the place neither of these things uh it was just a place where you can go for vacation and it's fun that has basically been my take for for most of my life i'd say um and i went to new york uh, when i was 16 with my high school which is a classic high school trip and oh really yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, most high schools do that. Like last grade of high school until you go to a CEGEP or university, whatever. Um, you go to New York. It's a very, like, very classic things for high school to do. Oh, that's and cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's from Quebec City. It's like, it was like eight hours drive. So like, it's, it's, it's fine. It's doable. Um, and I absolutely fell in love with the city. Um, I loved the city. And after that, I went every year with my mom for three years straight. <clears throat> so for a holiday. Every year? Yeah, we went once every year for two or three years straight. Yeah. Wow. What, what did City. you guys do? Like basically do sightseeing or did you do like the same things uh, every year? Or So neither. My mom and me would just... Um, so my mom, and, my mom and me are really like urban people. We love cities and we love museum and we love fashion. We have a lot of things. So my mom and we would just uh, find a place we want to see, go there and then get lost for half a day. Oh, I love that. Yeah. We just walk around and stop in whatever shop we find interesting, whatever restaurant, whatever snacks we want to get, and get lost for half a day and then move to our other point. That's um, beautiful. So we, I only had like two activities in the day, for example, but we would spend just the walking and talking and stopping in parks and just interacting with people. And it's that's what I love about the city. And it's something I love about um, Seoul also. It's the, the two cities that I like the most for these reasons. There's always something going on everywhere there's always a i feel there's always a new shop to discover there's always a new there's always a festival there's always a, a busking guy there's always something going down and it's it's so cool so my impression of the u.s was at that point was the highest it has ever been it was very good and um, mostly because of new york city yeah um also like for me um the point that you said and that's the only thing that hasn't changed is that for me entertainment wise yeah there is I know there's great movies and great music uh, and great literature coming from everywhere. But yeah. for me personally, like the um, the U.S., the, the thing, the good that the U.S. knows how to do the best in the world is entertainment. Like movies, yeah. TV shows, uh, music. 
it's mm-hmm. it's such a creative hub and they yep. like every time i watch rick and morty i'm like this is so insane this is and and that's really that's really what what i love about the us and will probably die loving because it's just amazing mm-hmm. and they and the political points they they make in in these types of of entertainment are absolutely my uh, my views however um you just said that you reached your high point uh, during the years when you were went uh, to New York with your mom. Yep. Has your opinion or your yeah your your view of the U.S. decreased from from some point over uh, uh, that point on? And 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 has there been a reason for that? Yeah, um, I just want to say I'll, I'll, before tackling this point. Um, you know, it's a and it, for international listeners, and if we have Canadian listeners, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a highly unpopular thing to say here that you love American culture or that you love the U.S., oh, mm-hmm. uh, especially in English Canada. That's a highly unpopular opinion to have. It's a very fashion. It's a very fashionable thing to hate in the U.S. in Canada. Oh, anyway, <clears throat> if we have Canadian listeners, if you want to react to this, you can write to us at putinbradvers at gmail.com. <laughs> we would love yes. to hear your take on it. Um, yeah, so why, why it decreased? Um, it, it decreased when I started going elsewhere than New York City. And I'll tell you why. Um, I went in road trips with friends in Vermont and Maine uh, a couple of times. I love Vermont, don't get me wrong. But I realized that outside the big centers, it's so poor. Like, it's just... It was just, it's not something I was used to see back in Quebec. You know, these villages where some places looked like third world countries sometimes. These little, these little towns that were, they looked miserable. They had no services. And you go to the convenience store and this guy talks to you, he has no teeth. And it's like, I saw, I was so used to New York City, which is like the dream, right? It's like the best yeah. city ever. But um, when you go into the remote areas, that's when you see how the, it is an unequal state. And that's the thing that I, I find the hardest for me is how, um, yeah, I realized how uh, people don't have the same chances or it's just very unequal. And I am, it's like this, I don't have a solution for them. You know, I don't know. It's just something I, 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 I acknowledge and I saw and saddened me because you know, I love American people everywhere I go. And it might be because I'm Caucasian, maybe. But I've had so much good experiences with, with, with Americans. To me, they were very kind and welcoming. And uh, when I went to Kansas City, Missouri, it was amazing how people were like welcoming and kind. Um, but yeah, in these remote places, you see how some places are poor, like so poor. Like, how can this happen here? And like, uh, so yeah, it's it's a bit of a sad thing. And I hope I hope I hope they'll be able to work it out somehow. Yeah. I um. I, I also I, I find uh, I find the whole um, the the po- the political um, behavior they have outside of the U.S. is just um, it's very hard to cope uh, for me. Like I feel like um, um, the U.S. Um, ha- the U.S. is a very greedy and warmongering um, country all around the world. They don't give a shit about anything. And and in there, in uh, on the inside as well, they're they're becoming more and more racist and extreme, and um, they feel threatened by everyone. Um, like like 
and it's it's all these these little things that uh, that that are that happen there that um, that are in movies always uh, seem like like they're a great thing. But the more you think about it, like like for instance, I I, I thought the other day about them pledging allegiance to the flag in schools throughout my years i thought well that's just something they do because you know we as germans we have a difficult history with uh being proud of our nation uh and them singing the uh, the national anthem and you know pledging allegiance and stuff like that um even in early school i i, I never thought that's a weird thing but the other day i thought about it and i and i feel like that's some north korea shit actually like i don't know if you guys are doing that in in canada so in english canada they do it but not in quebec oh, really? they don't do it yeah, they, they apparently they sing the national anthem. We're looking at the flag every day, but we don't do that every fucking day. Uh, I don't know if they do it every day, but they, I know they do it. Wow, but it's not a thing here. It's so weird. I I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe it's because I'm I'm from Germany, but it's just I don't I don't really get why you do that. You you're like training people to love the country. Why do you do that? Yeah. Just make the country nice enough, and people will love it. Right. And I just want to say, I kind of disagree with you on the, I mean, I'm sure you agree with me in the end, but I, I think most Americans are not greedy and warmongering. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not I th- saying I th- I th- that I think, about... I think it's, it's, the, it's the leading class that is. Let me, um, let me clarify. I'm not saying yeah. that about the people. So I right. am saying that about the, um, the policymakers. Yeah, the I'm, leading class, yeah. The leading class. I'm talking about the, the Republican Party. And I'm also talking about the Democratic Party, to be, of course, to be well, quite, of course. quite frank. Yeah. Uh, so um, it's just it's just yeah the the, the, the the leaders basically yeah uh, people are looking for change and they have been looking for change uh, with Barack Obama and they barely got it uh, and, and they they you know and and now it's it's the same fucking thing you have um, you have Trump who's supposed to bring change as far as I can tell he did bring change but I I'm very sure that it's not the kind of change everyone was looking for and. Uh, and uh, and Joe Biden is definitely not gonna give change. Like every he's made it totally clear. So yeah, I I know the people are very in many ways they are like like we are in Europe, and I do feel a, a connection to American youth and to to the people over there. I just feel like their country uh, has been lying to them, and it's it's not the country that they're taught uh, in sc- from sc- from school on that it is. With all that American dream bullshit, I just don't buy it anymore. Mm-hmm. I never, I don't think I've ever believed in the uh, American dream too much, but I really don't since I've seen this, uh, this whole inequality in the, the the villages, and it was a very shocking experience for me too because I was, I didn't believe these kind of places would exist in in North America. To be honest, yeah, uh, like even the poor cities I've seen in Quebec are. Uh, very nice and people are look very nice compared to what i've seen in certain remote areas and uh, it's really unfortunate very unfortunate yeah mm. yeah well um a very sad note to end that but to be honest um i don't really want at this point i don't i i don't have that optimistic view of, of what you know what will you know what will change in the u.s uh it will be when the old guard will die uh, yeah, the last, well, the last, the last reminiscence of the Cold War, the last reminiscence of uh, Reagan lovers and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and when they're going to be gone uh, is going to be the people that are below, I'd say, forty right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are probably the ones that gonna 
uh, change. Because you know when you're a politician, you can work until you're 85 if you want. So it takes forever for people to uh, to to change. The old guard is 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 staying and it's and it's camping. It doesn't want to move, and the youth can protest all they want, which I support them to do. Um, the change will come through them in the maybe more political actions, but this will take time. They have to be patient. Um, these changes, except if you do like a revolution, which I never think the U.S. will do. Um, I, I don't know. You, you don't see a coup d'etat in the U.S. I don't think it's a thing. But uh, if you're going through the progressist way, it's it's going to take a while, and they just have to they just have to stick to what they believe, and 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 you know, yeah, it's going to change, but it's going to take a while. Oh. That's my take. I don't know what yeah, you're angry. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't really have that much of a take. I think. Um, I think. Speaking of takes, uh, I think we should end this take and talk. Okay, uh, sure. And, and maybe we can talk a little bit more about that in the in the next take because I also need to kind of sort my thoughts. Um, I have another protest song to put on the list. Okay, it's from uh, Run the Jewels, who just brought out a new fantastic album, and the song is called "Just," featuring Pharrell Williams. All right, so I, as as often, I want to uh, support local artists. So um, I want to support this guy called Karim Ouellet back in Quebec City. This song is called L'Amour, which means love. Um, it's a beautiful song. It was a very big hit. Very, very popular song in Quebec. Everybody knows that song. But I thought maybe your international listeners would want to take a listen to that. All right. Hear you guys in a moment. Global spread of autocracy. Try nine. Daily shit storms on Twitter. Try nine. The latest gadgets and trends. Try nine. Everyday routine in the eye of inevitable death. Try nine. Try nine. Your source of freedom. Try nine. Nine is free to use, universally applicable, and comes with a sense of sophistication. Try nine. Nine your friends. Nine your parents. Nine your partner. Nine, your boss. Give no fucks. Give a nine. Hi, and welcome back to the last take of this episode of Putin Bratwurst. I am Simon. Philip, are you still there? Yes, I just noticed how beautiful it is outside. I think I'll go for a walk after this. Nice. It, it has been raining here, and I love that. What? Uh, so, so that's. Uh, I'm losing my train of thought because. Um, so I just want to give a quick rant how much I fucking hate the quality of Apple products because um, in the last take, I don't know if you can hear it on the recording, but my fucking charger uh, from my MacBook exploded and it's gone now. So I can't recharge my computer. So, which also means that we, uh, I have, we have to be careful with this recording because I don't want to lose it because my battery on my laptop is also shit. Just want to say that. Fuck you, Apple. Like, fuck you. I will have to buy that fucking um, charger cable for the dollars time now. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, I don't know, last time it was like 90 euros. It's probably oh. going to be a, over 100 for a fucking charger that lasts a year. Fuck that, really. I hate that. So just wanted to get that out, out of the way. And um, uh, let me catch my train of thought. So yeah, we were talking about the US and um, how it has changed. And unfortunately, the, uh, our opinion of it has decreased um over the last years and um you were talking about you had an interesting point at the in the end of the last take you said um you, you were talking about how the how you think the the class the ruling class and you know the, the boomer generation all these narrow-minded people have to 
to die basically in order to um to to, to or real... retire you know they can just retire <laughs> or retire yeah um now because that's 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 helping me because i was wondering you know i see these this the the, the this wave of protests over the world and i really this the the generation even that that's the generation after ours like they're mm. younger than us and i totally applaud them for protesting i do that when they do um their fridays for future protests mm-hmm. and i feel like i really love how these people get on the street and fight for justice and fight for what um what they feel is right i uh, that's just also in the us where um, where they were fighting for um for gun regulations which uh which was just so moving and and now with with all this protest i was i wanted to ask you um is this all gonna be good in the end because i feel so fucking depressed about what's going on it's it's it it pains me to see all these videos like on twitter these days is is a nightmare it it gets me depressed when uh, yeah all these people being beaten up and my god have you seen like like have you seen that video of that old man getting pushed over I've seen many videos of people getting pushed over, stomped, punched. It's it's as, disgusting and it's it's horrible. Yeah. And I'm I'm wondering, um, uh, are we gonna be fine? Is is Corona leading to r- racial justice and um, leading to a better society? Um, I don't know what's what, what's gonna happen. I, I wanted to ask you. What, what do you mean, Corona? I, you know, I, I feel I, like I feel like coronavirus is um, is speeding up certain trends. You can see that with many oh, certain oh, business okay. areas struggling and stuff, um, mm. but you can also see that with um, with political um, views getting stronger. Mm. And I feel like everything is speeding up, and that might turn out to be a good thing, even though it hurts at the moment. But I don't, I really don't know, really know what to make of these things. And so, so I, I wanted to share that thought with you and ask you for your opinion. Well, the protest, your first question was about the protest, if it's going to lead to anything. And, uh, well, they have some victories already, you know, that the guys will be persecuted. The four police uh, officers will will be in trouble more than they they would have, I'm sure, without the protest. I'm sure there has been some good out of this, um, for sure. And for the longer term, I don't know if it's going to change anything. Um, it's, it's such a, it's such a complicated topic. I honestly don't have a huge take on it i'm i had and i had a, a good discussion with my with my my partner um recently about that um i'm for a more community based policing instead of just uh like a, a more like uh like a certain areas of a city would elect their police officers they would make sure they're they are of a diversified background and so that they they know their police officers a bit more too instead of having like a very like high far from the people regulating mm. body the regulation would be lower and would be more um um regionalized uh, um, I, I don't know if it's even doable but I, i'm i'm all for a, a more smaller scale police force that is uh, regulated by the community and not by some upper office that you don't even know where it is um so uh, so i think they should protest now that they they wanted to protest for the justice of this guy which is just fair which is beautiful and they they kind of won for that but that's just one battle right what about the war um and for the war i think they need to propose policy changes and ideas and that's just one i'm suggesting right now but i'm really not an expert on the topic my what i just said could be absolutely stupid i don't know um 
but yeah, I think I think there, now there's a need for having a discussion on the what's next. You know, how do we make sure this doesn't happen again? Um, and of course, education. Of course, changing the just the police force. Um, um, yes, for sure. But I think there's a bigger discussion to have. Um, but do you yeah. think? Do you think this is this is gonna even end? I mean. Um, Donald Trump is definitely not going to be the guy to propose any any significant and positive changes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, what what will happen? I I honestly feel like um, a civil war might be inevitable at this point wow. in the U.S. That's, <laughs> I, I, I know I, it's a hot take, but I and I I really hope it doesn't have to come to that. So there's there's two but, things to this. First, the the U.S. is a federal state, so. Uh, the got the the states could do changes themselves, so like more progressive states like Oregon or Colorado, if they want, they could they could lead the charge and just do changes in their states, and it could start from there. You know, from the progressive mm. states doing change. You know, for example, voting by mail. You know, now now everybody wants to do it because of Corona Chan, but in Oregon and Colorado, it was all mail in for years now. Yeah. So you know, you know, all these states are that are leading the charge with change, and and the other states that are more, uh, maybe maybe like trailing behind a bit, they can look up to these states and like, how can we deal with this? Oh, well, these states have been doing it. How have been they doing it? And so um, my hope, my personal hope, is that both munici- at at more local level, municipalities, even districts, and municipalities, counties, and states will lead the charge. I'm not waiting. I'm not expecting anything from the federal government in that case. Um, it's all good. It's all good about insulting Trump and stuff, but I think change can happen in other medium than through the federal government in the states because it's a federal state. I think the, the states themselves and the municipalities and the counties should be leading the charge right now. Um, and what do you say about, oh, if it's going to ever end? Listen, uh, when when Trump was elected, there were protests about not my president protests. Remember Occupy Wall Street? We thought these things would last forever. They didn't. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want them to end. That you know. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I, I'm not saying I want or not. I'm just saying I don't think they will. I think they will end because people get tired. Protesting is demanding. It's difficult. We had big protests in Quebec too. It lasted for months. But you know when the winter comes. Um, it's difficult and just protesting so every you, night. You really it's just tiring. think that um, you really just think it, it's now a question of who is who's going to be more patient, and you think in the end that's going to be the federal government. Do you think the protests will stand until the election in November? I like, hope. Seriously, that's I wish a it long, would. That's a long time. Uh, I, I mean, if that's what they want, let's do it. You know, but uh, I don't know how realistic it is. Uh, at least it's it, it's it. it I know it's a bad thing to say, but it happened in a convenient time because it's summer now. Like it happened during spring, which is good for the protesting because they can protest for months without caring about the winter. The winter is a big deal for protesting. Uh, It's difficult. It's, 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 that's true. Yeah. Um, So um, again, get people get tired and people get beat up for days and days. It's, it's, you, you see, you said yourself, Looking at Twitter as a demoralizing act, it's, it, you say it's devastating for you. Can you imagine being there and seeing this old man getting beat up next yeah, to you? Fucking shit! Yeah. So, but uh, then I again, think, if yeah. then again, I think that's something that I, I think the last reaction I would uh, I would have from that is, is stop protesting. You know, seeing these things and seeing how the injustice continues, 
you know, there's there's nothing you have to lose from continuing to fight. That's true. Uh, I mean, I feel like in in, in Western um, in the Western world, it's literally the only, not the only, but it's one of the best ways to inflict change because access to power is very limited and hard to get. So yeah, I just I just I just hope this whole thing will remind the power classes that the state is supposed to serve us and not the other way around. Yeah, exactly. So uh, if the people want this, the people should get it. Um, and it's not, it's not gonna, that's the thing. Why would you be against it? But it just doesn't remove anything to anyone. Yeah. Like, nobody's losing anything. If, if, if the changes happen, it's just, some people are gaining something. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope them, I wish them the best, honestly. Uh, it's, t- it's, it's tough. It's very tough. Um, and it's it's demanding their body will be exhausted their mind will be exhausted too but i'm sure that they they when they see that people are protesting in montreal or or germany i'm sure it gives them uh, a bit of a tap in the back you know mm. like uh, people are supporting is are supporting this is a worldwide issue we're not alone in this i was seeing these videos of people in new zealand singing and something yeah. in a tradition traditional way or something That's i don't beautiful, know yeah yeah it was pretty cool uh yeah, they took the fight worldwide, so who knows, you know, who knows. Who knows? At this point, we're, we're, we're all just uh, speculating, so I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Mm. All right, uh, I don't really have much more to say to that. And mm. I feel like, um, yeah, I just, I just want to say that I hope people continue. I hope people don't give up. And um, yeah, um, my, my, my heart is out with, with, with everyone protesting in the U.S., Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, uh, I would like to end with uh, with my last song for the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and leave you with the last words of today's episode. Okay. Is that cool? Okay. Yeah, yeah. My song is uh, last song is from uh, the wonderful Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. I wish I would uh, I would know how it would feel to be free. My uh, song is from uh, I think the most. Uh, probably the most important and most talented modern guitarist we had uh, since the 2000. His name is Dustin Abbasi and he's from the band Animals as Leaders. And I wanted to share a gorgeous song that he wrote, one of the most beautiful and sensitive guitar play of this time. It's called, it's called, the song is called On Impulse. Um, it's, a, it's a bit technical. It's a bit prog. I uh, hope our listeners will like it. Um, yeah, so for our last word, I also want to share support. I think by people fighting for a cause they believe in is beautiful. I think it's a reminder that we are the state. Uh, the government is is supposed to be our servants. So when I see the police being a state police, when they're defending the state's policy, I think it's very sad. I remember I have vivid memories of this happening here too in 2012 in Quebec when you had the protests. Um the police is defending the state and not the people. I think they need to be reminded that this is not how it should be. There's a lot of work to do. And um, we would love to, if you would like us to keep talking about this and um, please reach out to us at uh, putinbradvest at gmail.com. That's the best way to reach us. You can also send us a voice message through the anchor app at our uh, anchor uh, page. Um, I want to say to everyone uh, that is protesting, uh, stay safe, uh, stick together. 
it's when we stick together that we're the most powerful. So uh, courage and uh, have a good day.